Welcome to the Shalhaba Community Church Podcast. We hope you're encouraged by the following message. Uh, but how good was that uh, drama this morning? Wow, we that was powerful. Absolutely powerful. We, we had last night the combined um, churches carols by the harbour. And uh, what, a, what an awesome night it was. Um, if you didn't get to be there, we nearly got blown away near the end of the night. There was this big southerly gale force wind that came through near the end. But, you know, I was just so encouraged to see all the churches come together. There must have been, I, I would say, anywhere from three to 4,000 people there. And, uh, you know, all the, all the carols that were sung were Christ-centered. There were testimonies. Is that Marie back there? Goodness gracious me. Marie Delby. G'day, darling. How are you? Lovely to see you this morning. Look forward to saying g'day. Put off my um, notes then. That's awesome. But it was just so great to have everyone coming together. And the gospel was preached last night. And the word of God was shared. And, it, you know, everything about last night was all wrapped around Jesus Christ. And, you know, the truth today is that every year we have this pushback in society where there's little pockets of people that want to try and take Christ out of Christmas. I heard of a school uh, in Victoria, I think it was, that wasn't allowing any of the children to say Merry Christmas. They had to say Happy Holiday. And I just go, yeah, whatever. And then I heard of a shopping centre that tried to put the nativity scene in a corner so that no one would see it. And you know, I want to say this morning, the reality is that people can try and take Christ out of Christmas, but Christ is going to prevail, Amen. People can do whatever they want, but the reality is that Christmas is all about Jesus Christ and what he's done for us on that cross. And people can try all they want, but at the end of the day, Jesus will prevail. Hallelujah. So this morning, we wanted to share, um, you know, this time of the year, it is probably, without exception, the most wonderful time of the year. And I just want to encourage us as people, even if I'm starting to slow down a bit now as well, but let's really make sure that we slow down and appreciate the season that we are in. You know what it's like in Christmas time? We ramp up, everything's busy, we've got to do the shopping, have to buy the gifts, got to get the turkey. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, we've got to get all the gear ready, and we're so busy, busy, busy that sometimes we can take our eyes off the real season that we're in. And I want to encourage mums and dads, parents especially, just to slow down and make sure that our families really appreciate this special time of the year where we gather with family, where we gather with friends, and we celebrate together what Jesus Christ has done for us, what God did in sending his son to the earth to die for us, to pay for our sins so that we could receive the gift of eternal life. Amen. And that's what Christmas is about. You know, today, as we get ready, this coming Sunday coming, the 25th of December, there will be billions. Everyone say billions. Come on, there will be billions of people celebrating Christmas. There will be songs sung right around the globe. There will be messages like this preached in every church right across the globe. There will be billions of people celebrating the beauty and the wonder of Christmas. And that's why this morning we've named our service here this morning or themed it around uh, the thought, A Beautiful Name. Jesus is the most beautiful name that could ever come out of someone's lips. Isn't it? Jesus. Why don't you say it with me this morning? Jesus. Say it with a bit of faith and Jesus. It's the most amazing name that could, come, could ever come out of someone's lips. Well, I want to ask the question this morning. Have you ever thought about the meaning of your name? Every name has a meaning. Well, during the week I had a little bit of a look and um, I started with my name, Shane, and I love it. 
the definition of my name is, it comes from uh, Irish origin, and it says, uh, God is gracious. I'm thankful for that because I need heaps of grace. <laughs> haven't got heaps of hair, so I need heaps of grace, Andrew. Amen. But God is gracious. I love it. Then I thought about my little daughter, Corey. Corey Ann. Corey. Uh, that, word, that, that name there means empowered spirit. Go, girl. Woo! I like that. Then I thought of Joshua. 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 I thought of Joshua, and it says God is generous. You know, that's so right about you, Joshua. You are generous. Then I thought about David, the word David. There's a few Davids here as well, and uh, it means beloved. Don't you like that this morning? Beloved. David means beloved. Then I looked at Rachel, and uh, it, it means you. E-W-U. I tried to Google it a few more times to try and find something else, but I couldn't. It just says you. And then we went on to Andrew. 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 Manly and masculine. Where are you, Andrew? There's one back there and there's another one back there. Manly and masculine. Don't you love that? Why couldn't have I had that one? Awesome. And then I thought of grace. Grace is here as well. And I love this. Grace is God's favor. Don't you love that as well? Yeah, when we look at the name of Jesus... Is it any wonder that we consider his name beautiful? Jesus Christ is his name. And Jesus means God is salvation. And Christ means Messiah or anointed one. Don't you love that there? Jesus Christ, God is salvation. And he is the Messiah, the anointed one. But the Bible speaks to us about a few other names of Jesus as well that, that are given to us. In Revelations chapter 1, he's known as the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. In Luke chapter 2, he's known as Savior and Lord, Deliverer. Then John chapter 1, he's known as the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Aren't you happy about that this morning? Hallelujah. And then in Matthew chapter 9, he's known as the Son or called, named as the Son of Man. Then in 1 Timothy chapter 2, he's named as the Mediator. 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 Or Mediator. Let's go with Mediator. Mediator in Hebrews chapter 3. And then in Matthew chapter 21, this is the one that we want to focus in on this morning. In Matthew chapter 21, Jesus is known as and named as Emmanuel. I love that thought there, Emmanuel. I think that, 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 that in everything that Jesus is, this is the most, most um, encouraging name that brings such hope to us. Because Emmanuel literally means God with us. I want you to say it with me this morning. God with us. I love that this morning. This, this name of Jesus here, more than probably any other, brings so much hope to us today because we live in a time where people have lost hope. We live in a time where people don't know truth, don't know what the purpose and the reason of life is. And yet we find here such assurance in this name of Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. I love it this morning. He's with us this morning. He's here. Amen? Living in our hearts. So what does it mean for God to be with us? Well, I want to read to you from Matthew chapter 1. Um, Matthew's version of the birth of Christ. He talks about the Virgin Mary in verse 21. And it says this. It says, She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All of us need to be saved from our sins. 
And that's the purpose of Jesus. To save us from the penalty of our sins. All of us have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That's why Jesus came to save us. That's the gospel. That's the good news. This is what the story is about. Jesus and what he's done for us on the cross. But Matthew goes on to say in verse 22, So all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Now I wanted to pause there. What does Matthew mean that all would be fulfilled what was spoken or fulfilled, spoken by the prophet? Because he goes on to say in verse 23, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which as we know is translated God with us. That verse there comes out of the prophet's book, the book of Isaiah, chapter 7, verse 14. It's interesting, just to help with this, we want to show you that there, Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14, this was prophesied 740 years before the birth of Jesus Christ. It's in here. It was prophesied seven. 140 years before Jesus was even born. And look at what it says there in this prophetic book of the Bible, the book of Isaiah. It says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin will conceive and bear a son and call his name Emmanuel. I mean, how big is God? How amazing is God that hundreds of years before Jesus is even born, that God, through the prophet Isaiah, prophesied that he would be born of a virgin, but also his name would be Emmanuel. I don't know about you, but that is so miraculous. That is so astounding. What will they call him? They will call him Emmanuel. I love the thought because Matthew says he is with us. And you know, thinking, thinking about it, we, we saw this morning, we, we heard of the, uh, through the children's thing, the, the, um, of the kangaroos and this animal and all those things that came. But then we heard about the, the wise shepherds, uh, the shepherds that came, the wise men that came. And you know, the thought this, is this this morning, what is it that made the shepherds run back into the fields rejoicing? What was it caused, that caused the wise men to fall on their face and bow down and worship on that faithful night what was it it was that prophecy was fulfilled that god the god of creation the god of all the universe the god that's created everything that is seen and unseen the god the god that spoke and created the, the god that that, that 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 stretches out the universe like a curtain the bible says the god of all creation there is no other god like our god and he came to earth to dwell amongst us that night, the, uh, that night, the shepherds came. That night, the wise men came and they saw the fulfillment of the prophecy. Emmanuel, God with us. That's what got them jumping up and down. That's what made them run through the fields rejoicing. That's what made them have a bit of a, bit of a dance together that they saw the prophecy fulfilled. God now, the God, the sustainer of all things, now living on the earth and amongst us. Hallelujah. That's the bit that I find so hard to get my head around. God with us. God with us. Is anyone out there this morning excited about that thought? God with us. Hallelujah. Love it this morning. Pathetic clap, but anyway, we'll continue. 
So God with us, three little thoughts I want to finish with this morning. Three simple thoughts about Emmanuel. Number one, God is with me. Number two, our God was with us. And number three, God will be with you. And then we're going to finish in giving people an opportunity to receive the great gift of salvation through Jesus Christ. So the first thought is this, God is with me. This is the first thought to celebrate Christmas. God is with us. And you know, some of you, when I tell you God is with you, you're kind of like, really? Because I don't feel him. I don't have any goosebump going on. There's no tingly feelings here. I just don't feel God. And you might be struggling with that thought. You might be a Christian here this morning and struggling with the thought that God is with you. But I want to encourage you this morning, don't live by your feelings, but live by the promises in the Word of God because this is what it says. Jesus speaking through the book of Hebrews, for he himself said in chapter 13, verse 5, he himself said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. On my good days and on my bad days, on the days that might be up and might be down, God will never leave me nor forsake me. Woo! Woo! Come on, aren't you encouraged by that this morning? He will never leave me nor forsake me. I love it. In Luke chapter 21, Luke chapter 1 verse 28, the angel appears to uh, the little virgin teenager Mary and he says, greetings. Very polite angel, hey? Very polite angel. Greetings. Greetings. You who are highly favoured, the Lord is with you you know today this morning right now some of us could be hurting in this place some of us could be really struggling christmas time is not always the best time for people because it can dredge up a lot of hurt a lot of emotion from things that have gone on in the past um, family difficulties relational difficulties um, um, breakups all sorts of stuff and we can be hurting but i want you to understand this morning the lord is with you even in a more powerful way, because Scripture says that our God is the God of all comfort who comforts us in our trials. That's why I want to encourage you as we gather and we start to prepare towards that day on Christmas. Over the course of this week, pressing closer to the Lord. Amen. Get closer to Jesus over this week. Don't, don't allow the business to draw you away. Make sure you take time to intentionally set aside time to love him, to worship him, to thank him, amen, because he will lead you and take you through whatever difficulties that you may be facing. So number one, God is with us. Number two, our God was with us. You know, I've found sometimes it's very, very hard to see God in the future but often when you look back at life and you've gone through some circumstances, after you get to the end of those circumstances, oh boy, you can see the hand of God. And that could be you this morning. You're going through a very, very difficult time, a very, very difficult season. And you might be thinking, well, God, where are you today? I want us to take great encouragement. There's a gentleman by the name of Joseph in the book of Genesis, and he had an incredibly challenged life. Uh, we see that he had the most challenged life, full of trials, full of betrayals full of rejections. He has a dream of being a leader and he shares that with his brothers and the brothers are so full of spite, they set out to kill him, but in, in the end they decide to sell him to slave traders. He's falsely accused and thrown into prison. And the truth is this, if you're looking at that from a distance, it'd be really easy to say, where is God in all of that? And you might be thinking this morning, you're in your difficult season, you're going through a real trial, even now you're here and wondering, God, where are you right now? 
But I want to encourage you. Look at what it says in Genesis chapter 39, verse 21. It says, The Lord was with Joseph. He was with Joseph through the trials, through the difficulties, through the betrayals, through the imprisonment, through all the stuff that he went through. God was with him. And this morning, the great news about Emmanuel is that he will never leave us nor forsake us. And you might be going through this morning a difficult trial or a difficult time. That's why his name, Emmanuel, is such a beautiful name. He is with you. Amen? He is with you. Lastly, this morning... As we conclude, God will be with you. No matter what you go through, God will be with you. Love this thought. In Romans chapter 8, Paul asks the great question, Who or what shall separate us from the love of Christ? And I want to read it to you this morning. Shall trouble? No. Shall hardship? No. How about persecution? No. Famine? No. Nakedness? I don't know what nakedness is doing in the text, but anyway, no. I have no idea, just in case you're wondering, nakedness will not separate you from God, just to let you know. How about danger? No. Sword? No. Now, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through whom who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, nor the present, nor the future, nor any power, nor any height, nor any depth, nor any death, or anything else in creation, we are able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. No thing will be able to separate you from the love of Christ Jesus. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. You'll never be alone. Nothing can separate you, not your fears, not your doubts, not your insecurities, not your theological questions, not the things that you can't explain, not your brokenness, not your failures, not your mistakes, not your sicknesses, not your divorce, not what someone else did to you, not the broken dreams. There is nothing, nothing on this earth that can separate you from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, because He is, He was, and He will be with you. Why don't we give Jesus a hand clap this morning? Lord, we bless you. You'll never leave us nor forsake us. Emmanuel, God with us. Isn't it beautiful? God with us. But this morning as we conclude, if I could just have the keyboard this morning, before we conclude, there is one question that I must ask this morning. God is with us. But I want to ask every person in this place, it's good you've come to church this morning. It's wonderful. Some of us come, you know, Christmas and Easter, and, and that's good. That's, that's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. But I want to encourage you to more this morning by asking you this question. God is with us, but are you with God today? God is with us, but are you with God today? Have you asked Jesus Christ to be your Lord and your Savior? Have you acknowledged that you've sinned, you've fallen short of the standard that God has? Have you asked God to forgive you of your sin? Have you committed your life to following Jesus Christ? Have you said that Jesus, you now are my Lord and I will follow you all the days of my life? That's how we get to be with God. Amen? Why don't we bow our heads this morning, just as we conclude this part of the service this morning. I just want to ask you, Emmanuel,
the most beautiful name. He is with us. But this morning, are you with God? We can try and justify in our heads and say things like, well, I'm a good person. Jesus, why do I really need to ask you to forgive me? Why do I need to confess you as Lord? Well, that's what the Bible commands us to do. To make a decision in our worlds, to make a decision in our hearts. To put Christ first. And the most amazing thought is that as we do that, as we ask Jesus to be our Savior, He not only forgives us of our sins as we commit our lives to following Him, but He gives us peace. If you have no God, you will have no peace. No God, no peace. But if you know God, K-N-O-W, know God, you will have peace. And there are people here this morning who are struggling in their minds, in their hearts, you have not found peace. You're looking for, well, today Jesus stands before you and he gives you the opportunity. He's knocking at the doorway of your heart right now and he's saying, let me in. Let me in and I will give you peace. It's a great exchange. We give him our lives. He gives us peace. He gives us salvation. He gives us security. But also, more importantly, the most amazing thing is the gift of eternal life. So this Christmas, why not make the greatest decision that a man or woman, young person, child will ever make? And that is by accepting God's offer of forgiveness and salvation through His Son, Jesus Christ. That is the greatest gift that a man or woman could ever receive. Salvation. So while every head's bowed, eyes closed, if you're here this morning, just between you and the Lord, not between anyone else, I'm not going to ask anyone to stand up or to come to the front but I would love to see your hand raised this morning and say Shane I would like to receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Saviour so as I look across this morning people here today that you know you know God but you don't really know God you're here this morning and you would love to receive his offer of salvation this morning could I just quickly see your hand just before we don't want to prolong it for too much longer See your hand this morning. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. I see your little hand. Thank you. Anyone else this morning? Lord, we thank you, Jesus. We do. Thank you. I see your hand this morning. Thank you. Anyone else this morning? This is the most amazing opportunity that we have today. Only just go for another few moments. Thank you, sir. I see your hand this morning. Anyone else? Jesus, we love you. Jesus, we worship you. Thank you. I see your hand. Thank you so much. Anyone else? Jesus, we love you. Thank you. You are Emmanuel, God with us. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. He is faithful and he is true. Anyone else before we finish this morning? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. While our heads are bowed and our eyes are closed, I would like us to finish in a prayer today of dedication. I would love you, for all of us today, to pray this prayer together. We'd all just repeat after me as we conclude. 
Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross to pay for our sin. Lord, today, I give you my life. I commit today to following you. I ask you today to forgive me of all of my wrong. I confess today that I am a sinner needing your forgiveness. Today, Jesus, I receive your forgiveness. I thank you today that I am born again by your Spirit. I pray in your name. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap as we conclude today. That's wonderful. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus.